Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Thanks, I got nine quick ones to squeeze in here, if you don't mind. It's up to Rob. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, back to that meeting then in March. Kevin, at that point, how much did you know about what Baker had accomplished or didn't accomplish last season? Like, what was your, you know familiarity with what he went through and did he convey any of the disappointments from last season to you when you spend as much time as you spend with somebody you know in in a day like that you you cover all the bases um but i just will tell you from that moment till now uh, i i see a very committed football player uh who's ready to lead who's who's excited to to play um but i just i go back to I, i think baker's a really good teammate I think he really understands his teammates. I think his teammates uh, want to play hard for him. Um, And that just goes back to that thing he's got that nobody can put a finger on and and that that the quarterback position has to have. You gotta have it. You gotta make sure that you're bringing your guys along. I mentioned earlier, the number one job of a quarterback is to make the guys around you play better. And and there's a bunch of different ways to do that. It's like the point guard on a basketball team. And I just think Baker, uh, has embraced all of that from the moment he and I have uh, got to know each other. You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious Seven. My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious Seven, and you're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Right now, I'm looking forward to the 14th of August, where we will get to have some up-close and personal video coming out of the Browns training camp. But until then, we're left with the virtual. The Browns have addressed uh, the guard depth issues by adding Jovan Fair, a 6'2", 310-pound rookie out of Temple, as well as Michael Dunn, who's been with the Dolphins and also did a stint in the XFL. In any case, we're going to keep an eye on them and see how they affect the Browns' depth on the offensive line. Today on Straight No Chaser, we have a return visit from a guest who is here as a part of the symposium that was hosted earlier this year. He is the co-host of the Danger Zone podcast, a season ticket holder, and a die-hard Browns fan. I want to welcome Josh Thornhill to Dogs by Nature Radio. Hey, how we doing? It's Josh from the Danger Zone. Josh, it is truly a pleasure to have you back on the program. Uh, by the way, Josh can be found at the Danger Zone, spelled with a six for a G, on Twitter. So, with the pleasantries aside, let's get into the discussion. How was your Browns offseason in general? Are you feeling the excitement yet for the upcoming 2020 season? It's been a pretty interesting Browns offseason. <laughs> To say the least, I guess. Um, We all know what's going on around us with the global pandemic. Uh, We've seen sports stop and start, uh, look differently. Um, But we have 
yet yet to see the NFL kickoff. So, um, you know, the Browns have had to go through, well, all teams, but Browns in specific had to go through the virtual offseason this year. Um, you know, limited uh, actual face-to-face time in terms of in-person. Um, you know, you have to think that made it a little more difficult on a team who has new coaches across the board, new front office staff, they're implementing a new system. Um, but on the surface, it seems like they made the most of it. Um, so it's been interesting to say the least. Like I said, that doesn't really take away from the excitement I have though, for this upcoming season. Um, a lot is riding, uh, on the success of this team this year. Um, a lot of, you know, people's careers are riding on this year. Um, and by all means, this team should perform well. Uh, we all talk about the talent they have on, on paper, um, you know, let's hope that the Stefanski and, and company are the ones to bring that together uh, and ultimately roll out a successful 2020 campaign. I have to admit that the closer the season gets to becoming a reality, the more excited I am to see what 2020 has in store for us as Cleveland fans. And you are right about Kevin Stefanski. I love the tone that he's taken and the way he's leading and what is essentially the honeymoon phase of our relationship with Coach Kevsky. But we are well past the honeymoon phase with Baker Mayfield. Have you seen the photos of Baker Mayfield? Who is the real Baker Mayfield? How do you feel that he's going to perform this year? And how do you think he measures up to his peers in the AFC North? I have seen photos of Baker. Um, I guess I guess the public outcry of his physical appearance did not fall on deaf ears. Uh, look, it's Baker put on that weight the previous year, uh, supposedly because he was asked to. They wanted to beef him up so he could withstand the rigors of a 16-game season. Um, it worked. He played all 16 games, and you know how many times we can uh, say that in Browns quarterback history. Um, he did slim up this year and that's all fine and dandy. I mean, I, you know, I hope it translates into better pocket movement, you know, being a little more nimble. Um, I think ultimately his performance though is, is not going to be tied to his, his weight, the 10 or 15 pounds, whatever, you know, that he dropped. Uh, it's going to be tied to how well he picks up the fancy system, you know, working on that footwork, uh, like he's been doing with Van Pelt. Um, and just the, the level of dedication he has and what he puts into it. That's really what I feel will determine his success. Um, and he, look, he's got, he's got a tall task ahead of him. He's, you know, he's got a couple good quarterbacks in this division alone, you know, with Lamar Jackson. And if uh, Ben Roethlisberger can get back to you know, somewhat of the form he was in his past, Burrow's a question mark. I know a lot of people are hyped on him right now. I'm not completely buying into that yet. Um, but Baker's got a tall order here in terms of competing in the AFC North and then even league wide, there's, there's good quarterback play out there. Uh, so he's got, uh, he's got some work cut out for him, but I think he's up to the task. Um, and I feel like at least right now that, uh, he's got the right guys leading him. I certainly hope that these are the right guys to lead Baker Mayfield in his maturation process. They're certainly the least experienced again within the division. Well, where does Baker fit in against his AFC North peers? That's a really interesting question to me. He's competing with the number one ranked player in the league, a second number one pick in the draft, and an aging number seven 
who happens to be a two-time NFL champion. Exactly where does he fit here? We'll be back with more about Baker Mayfield and the performance of this offense after a quick break. You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Alonia Seven. We'll be right back. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. Welcome back to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. I am your host, Thelonia Seven, here with Josh Thornhill of the Danger Zone podcast. Josh, I'm very excited for this offense because of the talent on the field. We're entering another offseason with yet another new offensive coordinator. Will this offense be able to reach its full potential and just how good do you think the offensive unit can be? Yeah, so like I said about the offense when I was talking about Baker, um, you're not going to find too many teams with the level of playing ability at each position. And I'm talking most all positions, sub the linebacker core um, and safety, you know, have pro bowlers in those positions. Some positions have multiple pro bowlers in those positions. Um, so Needless to say, the talent is there. It's rec- still recognized nationally, you know, our level of talent uh, being ranked as high as second in overall talent in terms of, you know, total roster. Um, look, they're, they're fighting the same thing, though. All this new, all this new with Stefanski and the system and getting to know these guys and building that chemistry. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, this training camp is pivotal. We talked about that. Uh, it's going to be tough for this team because they have to cram in so much um, and the potential's through the roof with this team. I mean, the, the sky is the limit. Uh, it's all going to be, again, on the dedication of the players, the commitment, and then the guys leading them, and that's that's this coaching staff. Um, you could see a Browns team very easily, uh, if, if things click the way they should, very easily make a push for a playoff spot and not only that but uh go deep into the playoffs um territory we've never really been in um so it's easy for me to sit here and say that but uh the sky's really the limit like i said and i'm, I'm really excited to see this team take the field and watch that football start flying around <laughs> you and me both 
August 14th, just a few days away from the Browns releasing video of their practices. So excited to see this. I wonder if you had a chance to think about Joe Woods as the defensive coordinator for this team. Do you think the linebackers' youth will be a problem, or could it possibly be a strength for this team? Joe Woods is an interesting piece because he's not talked about a lot right now. A lot of the tension is put on the offense, uh, and rightfully so. The NFL is an offensive league, but uh, he's got a lot of work to do there on defense, too, in terms of getting his system implemented. He's got a lot of youth on that side of the ball. Um, his linebacker core, you know, is a question mark. Um he does have this. At least he has the defensive line. This at least the starting defensive line that he has. And he's got a couple damn good corners in uh, Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward. Um, so although he does have his work cut out for him, he does have some staples to be able, some good pieces to be able to work with, um, you know, some conduits to help push that system and get these guys, you know, rolling along there. Um I don't know ultimately if this unit will turn out to be the strength of the team. Um, I wouldn't say that's a hot take, but uh, it's a possibility. I, I'm my chips are all in on on the offensive side of the ball, though, um, in terms of being you know the strongest unit on the team. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited to see what Woods does as DC. Um, we've all seen some of the defensive coordinators we've had on this team, you know, in the past. Uh, it's been interesting, so uh, let's hope he can bring a new level of play that uh, we really haven't seen too often on Cleveland Browns' defensive football. You're absolutely right. Uh, with so much change in this organization, and really so much change in the world in general, the acquisition of Joe Woods has really slipped through the cracks. I think that Joe Woods is going to be an incredibly important piece of what the Browns are building going forward. I hope that he's going to be able to construct a complementary defense to what this offense is doing. Uh, that it balances in some ways the importance of being stout as well as being opportunistic. I think the defensive line is going to be the dominant force in that unit, and it really remains to be seen how much that youth is going to affect the play of the linebacking core. Well, before we wrap things up, I wanted to ask you one final question. What are the chances that the 2020 season is completed as scheduled? If it was you as a player, would you roll the dice or would you be opting out? It's tough with this season right now. Um, you know, you have problems going on with the MLB um, and their ability to contain uh, the, the viral outbreaks. Um, you know, I just heard some rumblings today that college football may be heading down the, the path of cancellation. Um, the NBA has seemingly done it right, along with the NHL, in terms of, you know, being able to be in a bubble. Um, I, I'm leaning more towards this season happening and in its entirety. Um, I, I've talked about this before, and I think a lot is kind of hinging on a vaccine. Um, at least that's what you know we've been fed from the beginning in terms of moving on and getting things more back to normal. It was all dependent on a vaccine, and it sounds like that we're getting close to some kind of release of one within a handful of months. Don't quote me. I'm by no means an expert. I just go by what I read, so... Um, I think a lot hinges on that. And if you can look to have one, you know, by Thanksgiving, I think that it really makes the chances of the season completing in its entirety jump from, you know, where I'm at at about 
80 or 90 percent to close to 100. Um, now the viability matters in terms of that vaccine, but we'll see where that takes us. Um, if I was a player, I would definitely play football. And that's, <laughs> that's not just the selfish side of me, uh, speaking to that. Um, I mean, I, I would treat it like a job right now. I'm going to work. You know, I get up every day. I go to work. I don't work with as many people as, you know, these players do. Um, my company only has, you know, in the build, building I'm in only has 35 people. Um, but those people are living in their own bubble, maybe. So the risk is still there and I get up and go to work every day. Um, so yeah, if I was, if I was a player, I'd roll the dice on that one for sure. Uh, there's a lot of money to be had. Um, the little bit of, uh, cushion that they were allowing with the opt-out is not much and you're just borrowing it from future checks anyway um definitely rolling the dice well josh that was a very thoughtful answer on a pretty difficult question i'm still not sure what i would do in this situation of the players face right now but if the game was going on i would definitely want to be a part of it i'm going to go on record as saying as i think the year is going to play out as scheduled we're going to have to see, of course. Well, Josh, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to join us here at Straight No Chaser. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts for our audience? Overall, man, I'm really excited to see this team play, like I said. Um, we have a bad taste in our mouth from last year, and that needs washed out. And it needs washed out in a hurry. Uh, this season can't start soon enough. Um, you know, I, I kept saying I'm not going to... I'm not going to ride the hype train this year. I've started to. <laughs> it's not as bad as last year, but uh, and I'm guilty as charged. It happens to me every year. I'm a Browns fan. You know, it's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> um, but overall, I'm really excited uh, to get this thing kicked off because I this team has a shot. It has a shot of, of being historically good, like course changing for this franchise. If these pieces can come together. Um, and as I spoke to before, it relies on the commitment level of the players and the ability to lead from the coaching staff. And right now, both seem good. Uh, so that's only fueling my excitement even more. Um, yeah, it can't get here quick enough, bud. And that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to leave with on that one. Excellent job, bro. Thank you so much for being here. Once again, you were listening to our guest, Joshua Thornhill from the danger zone podcast he can be found at the danger zone spelled with a six for a g <laughs> well this show is straight no chaser i am your host Thelonious seven on dogs by nature radio take care and josh you can take us out hey i want to thank you for having me man it was a lot of fun and uh as i usually do with ending my show Go Browns. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more.
There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit? They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash vox to learn more.